Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is Episode 9, Science, the fourth quarter, where the game will be won or lost. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. So far in this podcast series, I've given an episode over an English strategy, math, reading, and now science. Science is the last section of the ACT, and I'm going to cover a tip that seems so obvious, but when I go through the numbers and I reveal to you how many points your score can increase by simply not guessing, it'll blow your mind. So let's get started. I had a coach in high school. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He just retired this year. Kurt Knox, great guy, loved him. He had a phrase that he told us so many times. We would come in at halftime. We had worked our tails off. We had the lead. And, you know, we're, we're waiting for him to give us this great, you know, encouragement like, wow, great half, guys. And a line he used all the time is he would say, nobody's going to ask you who was winning at halftime. Back then, I didn't like it when he said that because I was pretty proud of the first half. But now looking back, I respect that. And I've used that line many times because it's true. On the ACT, you're going to start with an English test. And for most, you're going to try your hardest. You're fresh. You're ready to go. And you'll work that test. It's a 45-minute test. And you'll work it all the way through. Then you start math. The math section is a one-hour marathon. It's a one-hour test, 60 questions, 60 minutes. You're going to start really getting tired. We know that nationally, students struggle in math. So this section is difficult. It's taxing. But you're going to press through. And you're going to finish that section. Now, after math, you're going to get a break. So you get to get up and walk around, typically a 15-minute break. By the way, don't leave the test center at the 15-minute break. Stay in the building, all right? A lot of these buildings are going to lock you out. Don't leave the building. Stay in the building, all right? I've got stories to go with that, but we won't include that in this, uh, this episode. You take the break. You walk around. You relax. You eat a snack, hopefully. Use the restroom. And then we come back and we start reading. Now, when reading gets here, I say it's the quietest test that you take, the quietest section of the ACT, but it's also the loudest. It's so quiet in the room that all those little noises, they magnify and they get worse and you start noticing them and uh, everything just kind of starts getting on your nerves, but you press through. Then we get to science. And I'm going to tell you, man, when you get to science, everything bad you can imagine will happen to you. The dude that was coughing during the reading test, the medication wears off. I mean, you're really concerned now. I mean, social distancing needs to be in place. The the dude next to you, he's so hungry, his stomach sings a tune to you. And then you got the guy next to you with the hiccups, you know? And I mean, at first you feel sorry for like, dang, ACT morning hiccups. That's so sad. But after like an hour of that, you're just thinking, hold your breath. And then you get to science. And by now it's been going for hours. And he's like, heck with it, man, choke and die. I mean, you don't even care. So you you just start losing your mind. 
And what happens in science is all of these distractions are taking place. You're going nuts. And then they've got these crazy graphs and these tables and these experiments. And you're like, you read it and, and then you, you go to the questions and you're like, I don't know. And you go back and you read it again. And I don't know. And, and again, finally, you're just like, heck with it. See, all right. And a few rounds of that, you go to sleep. Now, when I do that scenario in my workshop and I do that in a little, little more animated and longer version of that, but when I do that in my workshop, I get a great response. The students are like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And so I, you know, I say, oh, how many of you do that? You know, how many of you are guessing? Cause you're just tired and don't care anymore. And the whole room's like, oh yeah. And they're smiling and all that. And then I say, okay, let's, let's take another scenario here. I said, here's my challenge on your next ACT. Try this. When you walk into the test and they give you the test booklet, put it to the side. You don't even need it. Take your bubble sheet, your answer sheet randomly pick a block of five questions in the middle of English. First section English, pick any five. And when she says go, start guessing. Let's go B. Go B, 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 B. Then open the book, start with number one, and try. Work all the way through there. But when you come to those five, skip them. We're going to guess on those. Then start again and try all the way through to the end and stop. I want you to take English like that the next time you take your ACD, okay? When I say that, the students are all like, what? What? Guess I'm five? And then I always have some of the guys in the room who are like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's do that. I'm like, no, 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 wait, no, no. Then I say to the students, let's pause for a minute and let's, let's talk about what just happened in the last three minutes of this workshop. I say, I stood right here and I said, how many of you do this in science? Heck with it, B. And I'm like, what did the room do? And the whole room was like, yeah, yeah, I do that. That's so good. That's funny. And then I said, but how many of you do this in English, B? And the room's like, what? We'd never do that. I say, what's the difference in those two? Why was one funny and the other's like contortions of your face? Here's the difference. And this is what happens if you actually do this. And here's the numbers that I teased at the beginning of the episode. When I tell you this, if you've never heard me share this before, this will blow your mind. Let's say you actually did it. You guess on five questions in English. You miss all five, you score 26 in English. Then I let you go back and retake the five and you get them correct. Your English score would jump from a 26 to a 28. On some tests, it'll jump to 29 but it's two to two and a half, could be three, but typically it's about two to two and a half points. Your score raises in English over five questions. And I'm, I'm using 26 as kind of a, just a, a random number, but uh, we're just going to use that on, on both here. And so 26, guess on five, miss them, get a 26. Now you try on the five, you get them right. You're going to jump 26 to 28 in general. Now let's go back to science and let's talk about what you really do. You're tired. You don't care. You want to go home. So you don't get full effort on five science questions. Now it's funny in my workshop because when I say that line, students are always like, uh, I do it on a lot more than five. All right, well, let's limit it to five. Okay. So we guess on five, we miss those five and we shock ourselves and we score 26 in science. Same as we did in English. Now in English, we go back and retake the five. We get them right. We go 26 to 28, two points. In science, you retake the five. 
you get them correct, you go 26-2A, yeah, it's not 28. It's higher. Not 29, not 30. On some tests, 31, and on some tests, 32. Yeah, it's three times worse to guess on five questions in science as it is to guess on five questions in English. This is kind of crazy, but I would actually rather a student start guessing in English rather than science. It's three times worse in science. That's just crazy. And so when my coach used to say at halftime, nobody's going to ask you who is winning at halftime, that same principle applies to the ACT. This is a four-quarter game. The first quarter is English, and a lot of students are going to come out strong in English. And the second quarter is going to be math. It's just like playing that basketball game. You really got to press on in the second quarter, man. You got to maintain your lead. You got to get to halftime. You can't slow down. You can't think about being tired. You got to get to halftime. When you get to halftime, you're going to get that 15 minute break or whatever it is. And just like an ACT, you got to get refreshed. You got to relax, but nobody's going to ask you who's winning at halftime. It doesn't matter. And then you're going to come out in the third quarter. The third quarter is going to be reading. You got to have your mind prepared. When you walk back into that test, she says, you may begin. You got to get it on, man. You've got to focus right then, zone everything out, be about the test, focus, and you'll get through that third quarter. You won't have the third quarter let down. And then finally, you're going to come to the most important quarter of the game. It's going to be when the buzzer's going to sound. The game's going to be won or lost here. It's the fourth quarter. It's science on the ACT. If you played three quarters of a basketball game, and you got a lead, and then you got to the fourth quarter, and you said, you know what? I'm tired. I've had enough. I'm going to sit down and rest. And you just said, you lose the game. Nobody would do that. Nobody. And you can't do it on an ACT. You can't get to science and go, you know what? I'm tired. I don't care anymore. And guess on five questions. You just cost yourself up to six points. Now, six subscore points in science is up to a two composite score difference. Now, let's say that you apply to a school that gives a big scholarship if you hit a 30 ACT, and your composite ends up as a 28 ACT, you had a 26 in science, and you guessed on five questions and missed all five. And you did that because you were tired and you just wanted to go home. In this scenario, if you had very simply tried on those five science questions, gotten them correct, your score jumps from 26 to 32. And your composite jumps from 28 to 30. Now, I know that's if the numbers all work out optimally. What I, I understand the math behind it. But five questions in science could be the difference in two composite scores. And if your composite went from 28 to 30 and you won that big scholarship, you just saved yourself a bazillion hours on a part-time job. You think of how many pizzas you'd have to make, burgers you'd have to make, um, you know, hours you'd have to make uh, working that job cleaning or whatever you, you do as, a, as your college job. But think about how many hours you would have to do to win the equivalent of that scholarship after taxes. It's incredible. And now you've got an opportunity to do it in as simple as five questions in science. You cannot guess in science. You've got to stay focused. And if you do guess in science, I hope you're doing it 
after giving your best effort. This is the fourth quarter of the game. It's the most important quarter. It's going to be won or lost here. Don't quit. Don't get lazy on this section. Bear down. I say that science is the easiest section to raise your score. And my number one reason for that is because most students start guessing in science because they're tired. If you will simply not do that, you're putting yourself in a position to raise your score. And that's what you've got to do. I know science is hard. I'll, I'll get into more of science later uh, in, in future episodes. We're going to talk about why science is so weird. I'll give you some strategies on how to, how to break through that. Obviously, uh, you know, we're only nine episodes in on this and there's a lot I'm going to teach a lot of ACT stuff I'm going to teach. And we're going to do more than just breaking through the, the section of the ACT. I, I want this podcast series, this, these episodes to be over, as I say in the intro, colleges, careers, and, and, and most of all, though, we will focus on test taking strategies and tips specifically to ACT because, um, you know, I, I know it's just so important and so many of you are struggling through it. So that, that's where our focus will be. But uh, we are going to talk about a lot of other things as well. I've got some great interviews coming up. Uh, I've got one uh, that I'm super excited about. We're going to talk about a variety of colleges and how to get into those and what each offers and, and different careers and vocational careers and STEM. And we, a lot of great things coming. It's going to be an exciting time going through this, uh, these episodes. And I really hope that if you enjoy this, you enjoy this episode. Uh, the number one thing you could do to help this podcast is to share it with one person this week. Just share it with one person who has a high school student or one about to be in high school and just say, hey, I've got a great podcast that is dedicated strictly to ACTs and getting into college and, and all that. And if you'd share it with one person, then that really helps grow the podcast. And if we can increase the listenership, uh, that will definitely help what I'm doing here. And uh, hopefully we can help a lot of people in the process. Well, I'll have all of this in the show notes for you, as I always do. Uh, these show notes this week are a little more in-depth. Um, I, I put a detailed discussion together about how guessing on five questions directly uh, impacts your scores. So I give you all those statistics about how many points uh, it raises each based, based on guessing. And I've pulled a lot of the recent national ACTs that were released to, to get those numbers. I looked at all three of the, the tests that were released in the 18-19 school year. Um, the December, April, and June, I, I pulled all those today and and looked at those and and made sure that the numbers are still matching what I teach there. And it did. And so I'll have all the, the detail of this in the show notes. And that would be a great thing for you to reference. It, you can always go to my website. If you go to podcast.chadcargill.com, again, episode nine, you'll see this. You'll see all the show notes there. You can also go to chadcargill.com. And you'll find my workshop schedule. We're adding a bunch of classes. We'll be, uh, this summer, we'll be filling up all of the fall. It looks like things are hopefully uh, turning around and we're going to be back in school this uh, fall. And so we've scheduled a bunch of classes and we're, we're getting a, a lot of calls uh, each week. We'll keep adding those to calendar.chadcargo.com as uh, they are booked. And hopefully there'll be one close to you. And if not, uh, reach out to us. Just send an email. I'm Chad at chadcargill.com. My assistant, Penny, who does all the scheduling is Penny at chadcargill.com. The resources, the free resources are still available for you. Scholarships.chadcargill.com and testday.chadcargill.com. Go to either of those, get on our mailing list, and I'll be sure to let you know anytime a new episode is released. 
I'm still working on the idea of with our mastermind groups. I'm kind of narrowing that down on how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. And I will email the mailing list folks first. And there's going to be a very few uh, limited number of spots in that, especially our first year, our first group. So if you are interested in possibly getting involved in a mastermind group, uh, that would be you and a few other parents and students and working directly with me as we go. Um, I'm going to send that to the mailing list first. And again, those are going to be really small groups, five to 10 people um, is all I'm going to take on those just because it's going to be so much time on my part. And I, I got to make sure that I don't overextend, especially in the beginning. And so uh, I'm only going to email that out to the mailing list. And then once all of you have had enough time to decide if you want to be part of that, then I'll open it up to everyone else. But I'll, I'll restrict that to the uh, the email list for the notification, at least initially. So that's uh, that's still in the works. I don't want to go any farther on that until I get uh, that hammered down a little bit more. But Anyway, hopefully that will be something that might be of interest to you. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining again for episode nine and episode 10 will be next week. Hope everyone stays safe. Uh, have a great weekend and a great next week. I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for listening.